So welcome back to another Aspired podcast. This is your host, Ching Yang. And in this episode, I have a very special friend, um, our health and fitness Biscoff lover and foodie queen, Layla. So uh, we met quite a few years back now in London. And personally, I've seen you just grow and evolve so, so much. Um, Not just, you know, from a fitness journey perspective, but even just like who you are as a person, your career, um, obviously moving from your job as like a radiographer to now just doing your own thing on content, which you're absolutely yeah. smashing. Um, but I like to bring us back to obviously where it all started. So tell me, um, you know, what made you embark on your fitness journey, which ultimately kind of got you to where you are today? Yeah. So it's been like a, my fitness journey really has been like quite a prolonged one. Um, since a young age, I've always admired the whole skinny look type thing. So that's kind of what drew me into fitness but I wouldn't really say that was the start of my fitness journey I'd think it was like a bit of an introduction but the wrong toxic introduction into fitness um so I started taking up like vlogilates and fitness blender on YouTube and then it wasn't until I got to uni that I I got introduced to weightlifting and I think that's Mm -hmm. where my proper fitness journey got introduced but I love exercise and so since that very moment on since I first picked up a weight in my Cardiff University gym I just knew that this was going to become my personality you know and it is it's just like it's like the love of my life I'm much similar to you so yeah yeah for sure and then obviously when we first started I think both of us went through a very long period of yes we were training and lifting but perhaps still not actually understanding how to properly like nourish our bodies um I think we almost kind of labeled ourselves as this like fitness girl but in a very sort of toxic way where we saw oh the lean I was or the more shredded I was the more kind of restrictive I was the more of a fitness badass I was um tell me a bit more about that yeah so the whole idea of being fitspo I think back in the day Mm -hmm. around like 2017 2018 I think the heavy emphasis was on abs and I think that was my main focus and for girls like us where it's not really genetically gifted because for some others it can just be there it's just like bam it's, it's there but for me and maybe yourself like we'd have to reduce our body fat to such Mm-hmm. a massive degree to be able to maintain these abs and when maintaining them we were just at such a health unhealthy state where our bodies just weren't functioning properly aka never on our period and just so many unnormal hormone imbalances that it just shouldn't be normalized and we did at the time normalize them because we wanted this certain aesthetic and I think as we grown out of that and I think the whole um, fitness community kind of grew out of that we came to realize that our health mentally and like physically is more important. And when I say physically, I don't mean the appearance, but I mean like internally inside, you know, to be able to function properly. I just feel so much better now that I can lift and and not have like such mind blur as well. Um, So yeah. Yeah. And like, I guess when you're in it, you never realize, right? Because I certainly didn't. Like, it was almost like I knew that there were certain things in my life that just weren't going well in terms of my health, like obviously missing periods, my hair falling out, um, you know, restricting yourself from your social life as well. But when you're in it, sometimes it's really hard to see. Um, What kind of made you realize over time, like, oh crap, this isn't actually what a fitness journey should be like, I guess. It was really, really crazy. Cause like you say, you don't realize you're in this headspace. You think you look good. And even when you look in the mirror, you always want more. You're craving Mm -hmm. more. It's like this toxic cycle and you think you're 
not good enough but at the same time you're kind of portraying yourself that you are good enough on this internet it's kind of like this thing where you're just like I'm okay everything's fine with me I'm all right but you weren't all right really and I think what picked up on that was my YouTube when I started at the time is when that whole thing was going on with me I think other people realized what I was doing and was telling me you need to fix this Um, but my boyfriend obviously because he really cared for me he saw that I what I was doing as well and I think he really hit me the most because he's a personal trainer and he knew what I was doing was incorrect but he's always obviously wanted me to be happy and at that state I was happy because I looked the way I looked but he knew that I shouldn't actually be happy the way I looked kind of thing um so he helped me a little bit with exercise he's not a nutritionist or anything like that but I kind of had to learn that myself that to be able to lift more because I was telling him I want big quads I want big everything you know and he was like well you're never going to get there because if you don't feel yourself you're not going to be able to grow um so I had to realize that myself overcome those difficulties myself Mm -hmm. and just I think the internet and me posting and everything like that really helped me because there was other girls in a similar situation where we'd relate to each other we'd help build each other up and like Mm -hmm. focus on the main goal which was gaining weight and being much more healthier yeah so you said obviously when you were in that shape you were happy like in high so were you really happy yeah like it it's difficult because at the the time Mm. I thought I was happy but then when I look back I can see that I was so not happy I was freezing all the time Mm. like even in this top I would I'd be cold in my room like Mm. and um yeah social events never um food that I love biscoff it wasn't even a thing then no yeah I know and now I've got a biscoff tattoo so times have changed yeah but yeah like food I'm such a foodie and I knew that Mm. at the time but I had to stop myself being a foodie because I had to represent myself as being fitspo whatever that was but it was just like this idea of looking fitspo when in reality I probably wasn't even that fit ironically Mm. because yeah I wasn't even lifting as much as I lift now I can't do the same activities as I uh, like um, back then that I'm doing now. I've taken up so many extra activities because I have the energy to do so, the mind space to do so, and like the mental capacity to like realize that this is fun, fulfillment rather than a way of burning calories constantly. Yeah, it's crazy because I think, you know, when speaking to a lot of females, that's the path that many of us take, right? We start this yeah. fitness journey because obviously we want to look better, but then it suddenly becomes really toxic where, yeah, exercise is just seen as like a way to burn calories. Um, yeah. Food is just seen as calories coming in. Um, and it was almost like if you didn't exercise and you didn't deserve to have the same amount of calories that day because it's like, yeah. oh crap, why well, didn't burn it? Um, and in hindsight, obviously that's so wrong. And like, yeah, like in terms of your relation with food. So obviously you see you're a massive foodie, same here. Yeah. How did it feel then, I guess, like having that really poor relation with food, but then at the same time being like, you know, this is something I actually really enjoy. It's like one of my passions. I think it's a love language too, as well, food. Oh, it's so nostalgic mm-hmm. to think about all this stuff because obviously we did a video together around Christmas time. I don't know if you remember that, but that was hilarious. Um, Yeah, I think it's a lot to do with my social media really did help me, like posting what I was eating and people encouraging me in a sense, I realized that me focusing on fueling myself was really important because people even enjoyed seeing what I was eating and that I was enjoying the food I was eating. I kind of like a bit of a role model to them that you can enjoy food. You don't constantly always have to track your macros and be on top of your game and being on track and stuff like that. You can just have fun with your food and stuff like that. And the moment I realized that, like it's 
really not that serious and I can mm-hmm. still get my goals that I want to because I think goals yeah. and that are really important I still have that mindset but it doesn't have to be straight linear because that's just life you just you can have fun with it and go with the flow type thing but I was just so strict yeah. back in the time like I'd have to fit uh, fit in 30k steps a day mm-hmm. I'd have to do my six days a week workouts yeah mm-hmm. I'd have to do my three core exercises mm-hmm. a week like constantly on the go 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 whereas now I'm a bit more relaxed and like mm-hmm. uh, in in fact like less is more in a sense yeah but I didn't really realize that at the time Totally, <laughs> yeah but do you do you feel like obviously a lot of it was on social media right and a lot of my fitness journey was also on social media yeah. did you ever feel like there was this like overwhelming pressure to almost be like well I'm this like fitness girl on Instagram and YouTube so I do have to live this certain lifestyle and I do almost have to have abs or be shredded because for a very long time I felt like an imposter after like competing because I was like I put on body fat I no longer am shredded I'm not super strict my food like for the past year I have not been tracking and that almost affected how I saw my business because I was like oh my gosh I'm this fitness coach who barely tracks her own food she's just super intuitive living her best life gained weight and it's only now after a year that I realized, actually, this is what fitness really means to me. And that's yeah, what I want other females to see fitness as. But it's hard when you feel that pressure, isn't it? Yeah, I think like what you've, this pathway that you've chosen is so much more sustainable. It yeah. is a lifestyle at the end of the day. You don't have to make it your whole life and what it, life is all about. It's just something that you incorporate into your life. And at the time, I think in my head and for yourself also, like I think what we were just thinking about is just how we look. Whereas mm-hmm. now we've shifted the focus from how we feel rather than how we look. Cause that is just really important because, you know, sometimes you'd wake up, you're achy, you're sore. You can't necessarily do the same kind of workout that you did a week ago. Cause you may have pushed yourself a little bit extra. You've got to listen to yourself a little bit more. Whereas I guess in the day I would just have to, and there's, there's a fine balance, but I would have to like mm-hmm. not listen to my thoughts. I would just have to do everything just to sustain these abs and so there's mm-hmm. there's a difference like I listen to myself a little bit more yeah did you get yeah. validation from the abs though because you know what it is it's like on social media people will be like yeah. wow look at her abs you know and I follow some creators as well and it's it's very obvious that their content goes viral because they're standing there yeah. showing the abs as females yeah. yeah I find it so difficult as well like, I mean everybody compares even to myself yeah. now I would even compare myself because I would consider myself like a health fitness foodie gal on the internet and I think that people would know me for that also but seeing others um with ads and stuff like that you would think that oh why am I not like that do people think I'm a little bit less and stuff like that but I think you just have to stick to your own message and what you're all about and I think these people stereotypically like they are genetically gifted or maybe they take certain things I don't know like in or you know in our society which is really bad some people edit their photos and stuff like that so you just have to be really cautious when you see things online and compare yourself and that's why I have to constantly remind myself so anything that I've kind of battled with I just have to remind myself okay but that's not me I am he me and there's nothing that I can really do about that other than focus on myself um but yeah <laughs> Yeah. Have you had any comments like just from people on social media talking about kind of, I guess, like your journey and I guess the journey of weight gain and actually who you are now versus before? Yeah. So I'm actually on a Vulcan journey now. So myself, I'm actually really tracking and and, and I, I guess I'm a little bit on the limelight where people, um, I don't know, not have the audacity, but 
they feel sometimes it's necessary to comment on my weight gain and stuff like that which is fair enough I put that content online so if people have their free speech they can comment whatever they like so I never really restrict that from people but um yeah I think just people have to be cautious about people's backgrounds but I guess to my new following and stuff like that sometimes people are not aware of what I went through but it no longer really hurts me when I talk about my weight gain because to be able to bulk you have to kind of overcome weight gain otherwise you're never going to be able to push yourself past your barrier and so I've really overcome the whole weight gain thing and whenever anyone actually really comments about that I'm just like whatever like that's not really it doesn't Mm. really bother me but at the start of the start of me gaining weight around I think 2020 those comments did affect me yeah like I was always like oh people are actually starting to realize that I'm gaining weight but again I had to remind myself I'm doing this because I want to be healthy I want to grow and the only way of doing that is to push past my level of comfort yeah Yeah. no I completely get that and I think especially as females it's hard right because it's almost like people feel like they can just comment on your bodies just willingly Um, especially on social media you hide behind the screen right so it's so easy for like this random person with a username that you don't even know who it is to comment something um and it really can impact almost just like your mental health right and how you see yourself did you ever find that you had like body dysmorphia as well just going through this journey because again like because we're so critical and over analytical of our bodies it can be so easy to not even actually recognize what we look like yeah yeah I do suffer Mm -hmm. from that quite a lot Mm -hmm. and how I deal with it is just I just have to kind of accept it that's my best advice you really just have to accept it I know that sounds like such a strong answer maybe easier said than done but when I look at myself and maybe I look at my insecurities I just have to go right but that's my body and and I just have to think about everything that everything else that it does for me I've taken up running and I can start running because this body has allowed me to start running I do gymnastics and I have that core balance because I have the energy and like the mind connection to be able to do that I can lift weights and I'm much stronger now because my body has allowed me to do so and I think the if these insecurities um let you you know think otherwise then it's going to affect what you're all about really and I think like cellulite on my legs everybody has cellulite and it's really nice that I see like this movement on social media where people share that they do um and like just normal things like rolls and stuff like that it's just completely normal. Um, I'm not really the type of person to really exaggerate my insecurities online because I don't think it's absolutely necessary. Obviously, I have mm-hmm. these. And um, if they're there in the picture, they're just there. I don't really necessarily have to point them out. But I understand mm-hmm. like some people's um, social media page is that's what their main focus is about. But yeah, I think it's a really positive movement. But personally, for me, I just if they're there, they're there. I don't have to really point them out if that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I totally get that. And I think um, there definitely has been a movement right on social media where we are just kind of embracing the real, like the raw reality of life. And almost, yeah. I think, I think uh, to a point, as you say, like you don't need to exaggerate it too. Cause then it's like, it's almost like this now painted image of like, this is what I really look like. Like guys yeah. look, and it's almost like you have to put yourself in that position, you know, to take a photo of yourself in your raw yeah. state. Yeah. So there's almost a facade again. Yeah, no. I, I love the whole movement. Obviously, it's really helped mm. younger girls and uh, us like realize that obviously that is very normal and it's good to be normalized and stuff like that. But I think the whole force situation, sometimes I can be a bit like, yeah. I've always been like that. It, it, since the beginning of my weight gain journey, whenever I've seen, I don't know, like Instagram versus reality, to an extent, I understand it. But like mm. it, when it's extremely 
pointed out I'm like but why do you have to point it out you know I feel like you can it's just there you know I don't think you have to point it out in in a way yeah yeah no how are you finding I'm running by the way oh well I've only done two runs so far but yeah yeah, I love that I think I need to get the most appropriate shoe for me though because Mm -hmm. the ones that I do have were gifted from Puma about three years ago (laughs) so they're not like the best of shoes I just had to deal with them for the first few runs but I really you're quite the runner I know so I mean never saw this coming um the girl who bodybuild was like I do not do cardio I do not run like look down upon it um but it's one of the most empowering things like just seeing what your body can do um and you know mentally it was one of those things where I think again I like grew a bit more and evolved a bit more through my fitness journey because it was such a almost like mind fuck to be like, okay, now I'm training for a marathon. So the more I exercise, the more I move, the more calories I need to eat. And it was almost like, you know, my coach was like, eat back the calories that you've burnt. Like it's not accurate, obviously, but we just want to make sure there's no chance that you're in a deficit. And that was such a like, it was so refreshing to be like, oh my God. Okay. Because, you know, like cardio that I've ever that I've done before was always like from a fat loss perspective, which is what a lot of people, people see cardio as, right? Like, Oh, I want to lose fat. So I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to get on the stairmaster. But now it's like, I'm going to see how I can perform. Yeah. And if I do more cardio, I'm going to eat more. Um, so it's been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Just to touch on that as well. So um, my boyfriend is my actual coach, <laughs> like yourself, being a coach. So I will tell him anything extra that I'm doing. And he mm-hmm. kind of warned me. He was like, okay lay but if you're taking up running you're gonna have to eat more because you're essentially burning more you know your output is more than your input um if you're going to be doing three runs Mm -hmm. a week and I agreed with him and I like I was like all right I'm gonna do it I'm gonna have to just eat more and then that way I can see how I can run but like touching on the performance side of it that's Mm -hmm. what I'm getting more out of it rather than Mm -hmm. the fact that I'm burning calories because that was never really my intention like Mm. now that I've built this muscle that would be my last thing that I would want I don't want to kind of destroy my mass and obviously running can slightly impact that but obviously Mm -hmm. having the fuel and training behind it you can um they can they can balance each other out but I really just want to perform um, and like and it builds so much confidence. And I think yeah. by just focusing on performance as well, you really do start to love your body for what it is instead of yeah. just picking it apart, right? Because when you only focus on fitness with, oh, I just want to look better and you're so obsessed with your body, you're never going to get to a place where you actually love your body because you're not recognizing all the things it's doing for you, but rather yeah. just how it looks on a certain day. If you're bloated, then you suddenly hate your body. But it's like yeah. you forget that, hey, this is just my body. It can do amazing things. Sometimes yeah. it's going to be bloated. Sometimes I'm going to gain a bit of weight. I might lose a bit of weight and that's totally okay yeah yeah a hundred percent like it's sometimes easier for someone who shares photos online and kind of have this ideal body type whatever that is and it's easier to say those things for maybe someone that's starting out of fitness and they compare yourself to you and 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 they kind of are like all right but it's easy for you to say that because you're at my goal weight or physique or something like that but mm. it's important to understand that we all have very similar mindsets when it comes to body image. Yeah. And that's why we share these things online so that we make people aware that we all go through the same things. We're just on different levels and stages of our journey, you know? So like I might be weightlifting for now six years and maybe someone's just started. So we can't really compare us. It's not a true comparison, um, but we do have similar thoughts behind it. That's all. 
<laughs> that's completely true and like I feel like you could be in your best shape and still not recognize it right and you'd still look at, look at another girl and be like oh but I want to be like her and then without even realizing that girl's probably sitting there like I wish I could look like that girl and it's like you know you you're always gonna like if you're stuck in that comparison cycle there's always gonna be someone who maybe has like a better body or someone that you want to aim towards so it's like actually just focusing yourself like where are you right now where do you want to be what does your journey look like right yeah exactly and yeah I love, uh, that's always what I've that's been the forefront of my message to all kinds of girls mm. um at every stage um of their life to just focus on your own journey type yeah. thing so on my youtube on my instagram that's always been the message behind what I've been sharing online yeah amazing and um something else I wanted to touch on is I feel like this isn't spoken about enough but obviously menstrual cycles yeah. um so obviously you lost your menstrual cycle through your fitness journey I did two for three years yeah. and I think both of us probably ignored it for way longer than we'd have liked to now in hindsight yeah why exactly do you feel like it was so easy just to brush under you know carpet and not think about it because now in hindsight I'm like why did I ignore it yeah <laughs> I look back and think the same thing I'm like wow like a bit be, being more mm. of a woman that I than I was there like I'm obviously 25 now I've got a boyfriend mm-hmm. and in a few yeah. more years when it potentially we'd love to procreate and create yeah. Layla's. like that would be so important but back then I guess younger you don't really think about that stuff and when you do you think oh that's miles away mm-hmm. or you don't think about the consequences that at the young age that could affect mm-hmm. maybe the things in the future but I think I brushed it off so much because I kind of liked not having a period. Like the whole, oh, it was just such a release, isn't it? If I had to pick, I probably wouldn't. But mm. <laughs> um, being a woman, that's part of it. So it kind of took my womanhood in a sense. Like mm. it's just so important to have your period in just every aspect. Yeah. And how was your sex drive during it? Because like, you know, I remember just literally having no libido. And again, I ignored yeah. it. I was like, oh, it's whatever. Like don't need it now right now don't need to procreate as you said whatever so I mean I've had my boyfriend ever since Mm, all of this happened and I've always praised him because I'm like how did you deal with me (laughs) yeah I don't know how you dealt with me at all like I don't know how you dealt with my body I don't know what you were playing with like I don't know like everything and I was such a moody character and I think he couldn't blame me for that I think he knew what was happening to me and he kind of wanted me to learn my lesson and when we talk about now we reflect obviously being more mature about it and not being upset with what he's saying I can understand what he says and I'm like you're such a caring person because I don't know if anybody else could do that. Like that is so, it requires so much strength to understand someone with with an eating disorder. And he's never had an eating disorder, but he, when we were living together in uni, he saw little things that I was doing, just very little things, but he would just try and help me learn what I was doing was not wrong because I had to learn to undo these things. But at the same time, like understand that I need to focus on gaining weight and stuff like that but yeah he was crazy at the time I had I had no sex drive no 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 yeah it was all it was all him but at, even at the same time I just sit there <laughs> yeah, starfish yeah. like <laughs> yeah you know so but because he was my boyfriend I loved him but I still love him but um yeah I just couldn't really understand the whole sex situation to be honest even when we talk about it now I'm like yeah we're just not a funky character then I would just just want to go out for food and well and when I was eating food I was eating from Tupperware containers Mm -hmm. 
So it was just crazy. Me now compared to then, it, we're just two different people. It's crazy. Yeah. When you said like, obviously the small little things you were doing for anyone listening, who's perhaps starting their fitness journey or perhaps are sort of blindsided to these little things that could actually be, yeah. you know, indicators that they're not having the best healthy relationship with food. What were the things for you that you didn't pick up on, but your boyfriend was like, yeah, she's going through something right now. Yeah. So for me, obviously everybody has their own um, things that they go through and maybe for me and somebody else, we wouldn't have the same sort of struggles, but my struggles were timings around bedtime. Like he'd come round, and I said, I would be, I would have to be so adamant and saying, okay, I need to wake up at 5am because I need to do my morning walk. I need to do my 10,000 steps. And to be able to do that, I need to go to sleep at 9pm to be waking up at 5am so that I can have a decent amount of sleep to fuel my book that I do on just some coffee and then I remember I'll seeing vlogs yeah, I mean your you little treadmill it. right in the morning yeah yeah or my treadmill or when I was in uni I'd go to the park and I'd do my 10,000 steps before I studied and then mm. later in the day I would cycle to the gym and that was like a 30 minute cycle I would do my 30 minute cycle my weight training session and 30 minute cycle back and mm. even then I would under eat I wouldn't even realize I'm under eating um other little things like particular foods I can eat restricting myself um eating with a small spoon um that's just like a little weird thing as well and strangely I don't know if this affects it but like I would only have to eat in a bowl I don't know why I don't know why that was a thing but maybe the smaller the I would just have to eat from a bowl I just felt like I was more full from a bowl um tea I would be so crazy on the tea always drinking tea um yeah no milk in my coffee there's a whole list of things that I could name like it was just crazy little things and I often forget what I was doing because now I I just normalize a lot of stuff that I don't even realize what I went through back then um but yeah that's crazy yeah because it's funny because I relate to that so much especially now when you think back you're like I've forgotten all those little things I used to do because now you do live just so so like carelessly right and like just freely um but same thing I freely yeah I think that's like freedom just like not overthinking any sort of thing regarding food um I was the exact same you know I think for me it was more like meal timings like I really struggled in the in the evenings um if I had my last meal too early that was like going to cause me so much anxiety because I was like oh "Oh, crap like if I have two hours before bed and I have finished my food what am I going to do yeah like what if I binge like you know like what's going to happen I have to have my last meal in bed so there's absolutely no way I'm going to eat again um small things like that same with like foods like types of foods like eating with a teaspoon um yeah. I feel like I p- picked it up during bodybuilding I still like eating with a teaspoon to be fair yeah, slow myself down <laughs> so I'm like cool let's just have it now yeah. yeah um but it's crazy even like um ca- like caffeine and just like overdosing on caffeine just like all these energy drinks coke zeros yeah. Yeah. or like for, Zero. for, for meals um it's crazy how like different life is right once you actually have this freedom yeah Yeah. and it's weird to look back on it you just realize you know we're not we're not we're not obese and there's nothing wrong with being like big or whatever like that but you think about the habits that you did then and you're at a much healthier weight now that was those things really necessary probably not like and to maintain that body is unsustainable and we just had to that is just should be ingrained in everybody's brain you're never going to be the smallest version of yourself throughout your whole life your your body is just always going to change throughout your life 
and you, you have to learn that otherwise you're just going to be stuck yeah but it's also like why would you want to be I guess the smallest version of yourself right like yeah. you want to be the strongest or the healthiest yeah I think that's just the mindset shift because now I really just you know I'm yeah. working towards 10 kg plates on the bench and that's really hard for me I could only do yeah, yeah you know I could only do 37 kg on the bench and I'm working yeah. towards the 40 now but I need that fuel to be able to push and stuff like that but yeah like I'm working towards being stronger rather than being lean and that is just a big thing for me because my whole finish journey had always been about being lean yeah yeah no I'm the same um yeah it's crazy because like life quality just completely changes right like your life quality now even just like if you're going away on holiday and spontaneous events yeah you're going out so much more now and like you know when you said that you had like no social life same it was like almost like oh I have discipline so I'm not gonna go out and I'm gonna stay home so I can have my last meal in bed (laughs) crazy my friends really noticed that as well so a lot of my friends are from radiography and they see me be my smallest version of myself and it was very obvious in my workplace that there was something wrong with me I would literally walk everywhere in the hospital very unnecessarily like say for example there was x-ray on the 11th floor I'd pick up the cassettes and I'd walk up to the 11th floor with flights Mm -hmm. of stairs rather than getting the lift and my colleague would say why don't you get a lift with us I was like oh no I prefer to walk and I would Mm. really like make an emphasis on oh no this is so much more healthier for me those 11 flights of stairs about 11 times during the day like that is ridiculous and my step count was just crazy and Mm. people would praise me at work they'd be like oh Layla's on her runs again around the hospital but it wasn't healthy like I was doing it because I wanted to I had this thing where I needed to yeah burn calories after mm-hmm. my lunch or say if some colleague or a doctor had brought in some pizza I'd just mm-hmm. completely ignore it's there and go on my walks because I'd have mm-hmm. to get myself out of that situation um and so what I was saying is that I made friends from my hospital and they're still my lifelong friends now mm-hmm. and um they seem so much more of a difference like mm-hmm. they invited me on a holiday I went on holiday with them and I did have a moment where I cried about food but mm-hmm. <laughs> Like they knew that I was so much more healthier now in my weight and just my mindset that they were able to invite me on holiday. And it's really nice because I can go out with them now and, and they wouldn't have to say, are you okay, Layla? I can just have fun um, because yeah. I don't really think about those things anymore. It's crazy about the flight of stairs. I was literally the exact same at uni. So my first year of uni, I was on the 12th floor. Yeah. And everyone just took the lift. Like no one takes the stairs. That's like for emergencies only, right? Yeah. And I'd be like, I'm going to get up the stairs. And they're like, and again, like my friends would be like, oh, like the fitness girl getting her steps in. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, like, it's so inspiring. And I was yeah. like, you have no idea. Like I actually don't want to do this. I'm so freaking tired. But yeah. I just feel like if I don't, if I take this lift, I'm just so guilty. Like it was yeah. this guilt. Like why would I take the lift if I could burn like a few more extra calories by taking the stairs? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. I even had a student because it was a teaching hospital that I was in, and mm. she didn't want to climb the stairs, but I made her climb the stairs because I was like, um, "No, we need to climb the stairs because we're going up to this floor." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, like can right. I just take a lift and I was like no we're climbing the stairs that was really mean of me actually but yeah you don't realize when you're in it like you really don't and I think 
I don't know, sometimes people around you, maybe they realize, but they also don't know how to address it. Cause you know, when I first started going to gym, I'd go at like 3am, like bizarre hours, just cause I had like gym intimidation. Oh, but yeah. then again, my friends would be like, wow, that's so inspiring. Look at her going at like 2am. And then every morning she's at the gym, like she's always there doing her cardio, doing her hit, doing her squats, so motivated. But it was like, that wasn't motivation. That was literally just like, I was guilty for not being at the gym and burning calories. Yes. <laughs> same with me. Like before my 12 hour shifts, I'd wake up at 4am and when Crazy, I first right? joined, yeah literally when I first joined the hospital they would say oh you're never gonna stick with that but because I have this dedicated mindset whatever I do I will do it to the best of my ability I stuck to that routine religiously and they were just so shocked at like what kind of human being does this but I was like mm-hmm. it's not even that I wanted to I had to because it like otherwise it would destroy me inside mm-hmm. um but as I got healthier with it like there were times where I took breaks because the 12 hour shift in the hospital, especially as a radiographer, when I was a radiographer, mm. it's crazy. It, it And well, maybe not for the smaller kind of hospitals, but for my hospital that I was in, mm. massive hospital, it, it would require so much energy to be there. Even just to talk to people in the hospital, you'd have to be constantly talking to people that it would just require so much energy. And I just didn't have that energy. And that's why I was known as quite like moody in the hospital sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I was yeah. a very lovable, fun character, but at the same time, I was quite moody, but that was Tired. really unaffected by me. It was just really what I was eating and what I was doing. Yeah. I was listening to this podcast actually, and they were talking about how it's so important to be disciplined with your ambition. And that like hits that hits so hard because I was like, yeah, because like I think as ambitious individuals as well, if that ambition isn't aligned with something that's actually going to benefit us, then we will still go to the extremes, right? Yeah. So for example, you know that you're really dedicated with whatever you do in life, right? But if that dedication is towards, I want to be my leanest self, I'm going to do whatever it takes, then yeah, you will easily get up at 4 a.m. before a 12-hour shift and get that cardio done. But it's like, actually, we need to be disciplined with that ambition to be like, is this the correct sort of ambition I want to go towards? Yeah, 100%. It's all like fine balance. Yeah, definitely. Even now when just um, planning your structure of your workouts and stuff, Maybe you went on holiday and you haven't been in your routine, but you want to get back into your routine when you come back in. You've got to take it a little bit more slowly. Whereas before, maybe with my mindset before, I would just have to dive myself in because I hadn't been yeah. so religious with it um, for a long period yeah. of time or something. So it's like being disciplined with your discipline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, there's always just like a fine balance in anything that you do. Everything's in always in moderation, whether that be the water that you drink, moderation mm. the coffee they drink moderation like it's just pissed off unfortunately moderation. you know you just have to have that kind of like yeah discipline with everything that you do so it's just um mm. but I think that it makes you really stronger because um mm. I think going through that although mm. it was very unfortunate and I don't really recommend anybody doing that it does make you stronger because you learn from mm. your mistakes um so I would never really want anyone to make the mistakes that maybe we did um mm. but understand that little mistakes that they do will make them stronger anyways so it's always a learning progress and I've always thought that um it's actually stronger to learn and admit that you are wrong and grow from that rather than just be in denial and I was in denial for a long time (laughs) yeah do you regret any part of your fitness journey or no I don't I say I say I don't regret it because Mm. everything happens for a reason if that never happened to me maybe I wouldn't have my social media account mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here where I am today I wouldn't be helping others I wouldn't be posting on YouTube and stuff like that because everything happened for a reason I documented my fitness journey and it, it came to the realization that 
actually I am helping people although I always told myself is this really helping people like people were telling me that it was helping them but I don't know I've always been like really is it really helping you um mm-hmm. but yeah it, do- it does help people and I have to think about it from when I view others and who I look up to it does help me because you know people have their own opinions and way of life and it's inspiring to watch others so mm-hmm. I just kind of had to tell myself that Leila you are inspiring <laughs> but yeah. it was just hard to get my head around because I'm like I'm just a normal human being but these people find me inspiring I don't know yeah yeah no I feel that it's hard to see it right because it's like it's just my everyday life like yeah why do people want to see this yeah and I love it and I really appreciate it. appreciate everybody's love and support and and help towards me being where I am now like and I love it so much I think I'm honestly the most um honorable person when it comes to these kind of things because working from the NHS and then being put in this position I feel so fortunate that I'm able to do that and I've worked so hard in that kind of job role that now I can take it a little bit more easy I still work hard because I always Mm. um yeah I love working hard um but it's not as hard as I used to work when I admittedly Mm. when I was a radiographer but I can now take it a little bit more easy because I put in that work and I think it's only down to people that supported me and just everything that has happened to me so yeah everything happens for a reason (laughs) yeah yeah where does that hard work come from I honestly it's been installed for me since uh, my teenage years since sixth form um I used to do a lot of things to be able to succeed in everything that I did when it came to like a levels and stuff like that Mm -hmm. I was always that girl in the class that did the studying before, like I'd wake up in the morning around like 5am just to study so that I knew the answers for the class. I think because that was such a habit for me from a young age, I took that into everything that I did. Like, yeah, I think from sixth form, I became so thorough in everything that I did. And I love being so passionate about everything. Um, And I think my overall um, outlook on life as well, I am such an optimistic person and positive and maybe my life isn't perfect and things go wrong, obviously, because everybody, everything happens, um, you know, like things go wrong and stuff like that. But I look for the positives in it and just think, okay, but here we are, like that type of thing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I think um, it's funny because when I speak to a lot of different like, like entrepreneurs or really driven individuals, that drive often comes from like different areas. Like sometimes with some people, it's like, oh, I went through a lot of crap growing up. And so I never want to get back there. And that kind of fear drives me a lot. And yeah. for others, it's almost like, oh, it's just always how I've been. Like, it's just kind of how I'm wired. And I just do it because this is just who I am. It's not yeah. out of fear. It's not out of anything else. Um where do you see yourself in like, you know, like, cause obviously you're doing really well right now. Where do you see yourself in say like three to five years time? Is there something there that's driving you forwards now? Yeah. So I always think about this because obviously being a content mm-hmm. creator is amazing and I love it to pieces, mm-hmm. but there are only so many brand deals that you can work on to sustain, you know, a living and my yeah. YouTube and stuff like that, that obviously that is my income. So that isn't a hundred percent sustainable for in the long run. And I do hopefully, sorry hopefully want to have my own business because I think that's the end goal of almost every content creator Um, and I have been speaking about it with my manager but these things do take a little bit of time but I know that's at the the forefront of my mind Um, so I know in three to five years 
times maybe that'll be in the running a little bit more I might just have to figure it all out because I'm not a business lady I was just a radiographer um, and yeah. that's not to create content but I have to learn to be a little bit business-minded but in this crazy world I don't have the skill set for that so I need others to help support me um, and hopefully my management will help support mm. me do that but I do see me going down that route because I think in anything that I do as you can tell like I'm very passionate yeah. and I I will make it work to the best of my ability if I have the fundamentals for it to be able to work type thing and um, but possibly yeah. like a food brand because I'm so passionate about food I think fitness yeah. and clothing is a little bit too saturated and I don't think I'd be as passionate as if um I would bring my like own food product out um but yeah it's, it's- I totally see you doing that yeah, it's, if I get the opportunity to do that, I know I will make it work to the best of my ability, but I just need the opportunity to be able to do that, that's all. Yeah, create your own opportunity because I think, you know, what's so powerful is so you have such a good personal brand. I think yeah. for a lot of entrepreneurs, when they're trying to create their own business, the hardest part is building that personal brand, building the following. When you have that, it's almost like if you can make sure you create a good product and you have a good yeah. idea there that obviously your audience wants, it's so much easier to market it because they already love who you are, what you stand yeah. for. Um, so I totally see that coming. Even like a cafe or like I don't know something like I can so yeah. see that coming in the, in the future <laughs> well it's always been a dream of mine but it's like yeah. um it's obviously the funding that restricts me in that mm-hmm. sense because I have the ideas I have everything that I could mm-hmm. be able to create it it is just like having an investor and stuff like that and that's hard to find especially in a saturated fitness world market um but that's what we're working mm-hmm. towards myself and my management and their possible um attachment to another agency type thing but yeah definitely 100% I would love to do that and I know my following and get and people Mm. that support me will be behind my back and I'm so fortunate for that because you know some people have a following but have no engagement or don't really have a community but I know I have a community and I stand by them I love them so much and that's why I take the time to comment to back to people I take the time to reply to people because I know how much effort it does to talk to to be able to reach out to someone and I would hate for someone's message to be ignored um so I do take my time to the best of my ability to reply back to everyone obviously I get loads of messages but if the message isn't answered it would be in a video and I would kind of send them the link or hope that they watch the video to answer their question type thing (laughs) yeah no I feel the exact same like even just like having some message you like oh my god they took their time out to do that it's almost like yeah. oh yeah, like I feel so happy like someone would yeah. do this so yeah, yeah it does go a long way and they they yeah they had the strength to open up to you I think that is really like warming and like should be honored and like give the time should be given back to them as well exactly because especially coming from their angle it is probably so intimidating to be like oh this person has like a decent following they're on social yeah. media are they a real person do they really care about me like who am I but I'm still gonna reach out just be like hi like I'm gonna message you it's yeah it's incredible yeah I genuinely care and I really wish I could just give every single one of them a massive hug and that's why mm-hmm. I host these like picnic meetups I know everyone in the world can't come and my whole following can't come but the people that are surrounding me in London that can make it it makes my world when they come and it just makes me so happy to see them smiling at the picnic and stuff like that oh yeah it's incredible honestly like it's been amazing seeing your journey um and I absolutely love just you're just glowing now like it's incredible um (laughs) because you know I remember so vividly the 
morning treadmill runs, the, you know, the walks and th- that Layla. Yeah. Um, I still remember so vividly when you went to Bali um, and those photos you took there and just the person you are now, it's just, it's so nice because, you know, when you've been through that journey yourself, you know really how it feels to be on the other side now. And yeah. I just wish like every other female could feel this way and be like, oh, wow, there is this other side where I don't pick myself apart, where I can eat yeah. what I want and just live a good life. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing when you get yeah. to that stage. Everyone can do it. You just have to put your mindset to it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. So we're going to wrap things up here, and I'm just going to do some quick fire questions. So I've had a few people ask some few questions here. So number one, um, Biscoff or Nutella? I mean, this is quite obvious. <laughs> Me, Biscoff. You're vegan as well. You're not having Nutella. <laughs> um, number two, what would you say to your past self 10 years ago? I would say you are amazing and you're a fabulous human being. Don't ever give up on what you believe. Yeah, amazing. And then last one, if there's one thing that you could tell the listeners here today that you really want them to take away with them, what would it be? I would want you to challenge yourself and push past Mm -hmm. your boundaries. That's something that I'm honoring this year myself. So I would love for you to do the same. Try and challenge yourself to join an activity or push your push past your level of comfort. Because me taking up running and gymnastics is something I would have never dreamed of doing last year. But I'm doing it and making a fool of myself while doing so. But that is the process of learning. And I would love for you to learn something new as well. Amazing. And then where can they find out more about you? So I'm A-B-C-D-F-G-H-I-J-K-L-E-I-L-A underscore on Instagram and Leila Hanun on YouTube. <laughs> Amazing. Cool. Well, thank you so much for obviously coming on here and sharing just insights and your experience. Um, I'm really grateful and I can't wait to see you soon, hopefully in London. Yeah, definitely. Or in Dubai if I ever get back there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Nice. Amazing. And for listeners here, if you are tuning in on Spotify, um, feel free just to share a screenshot and tag me. We'd love to see you guys tuning in. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe um, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.